and welcome to the very first Big W Podcast, the official podcast of the Werribee Football Club. And uh, that little song here got a fair belting on Saturday night when the uh, the Werribee side had a very good first up victory against North Melbourne. We'll talk about that in detail in this podcast. I'm Kevin Hillier and with me is uh, Mitch Brown, who is, of course, our communications, marketing and uh, media man from the Werribee Football Club. Hello, Mitch. Hello, Kev. How are you going? I'm going well. Very going good. Well. Very excited by this podcast. We're going to have some fun with this. We've got some terrific sponsors on board at the club and a few of those are directly involved in this podcast, including the Australian Building Company, who have, of course, a display village out at uh, their new haven display village at Tarnit. Skybus, who uh, can get you to and from the airport nice and fast, and Karaya Waste Management, who do clean, efficient and sustainable waste management services. So great to have them on board. Good to have you on board. Tell us a little about you. Now, you've now been at the club, what, for two years? Yeah, so I came on board March 2017. So obviously there was a bit going on at that stage, and um, and there's been a bit going on in the yeah. whole time since, really. We we came on, or sorry, I came on as we were the Travelling Tigers and didn't yeah. have a home base, and we were working out of the offices at uh, Eagle Stadium up the road. And then, uh, obviously, very early in that season, the announcement came uh, of the separation with North Melbourne or yep. the end of the alignment. So, um, 2018, we were standalone again. And three days before the season started, we were moving into uh, the new look Avalon Airport Oval. Uh, so, uh, season 2018, obviously, there was a lot going on as well. And uh, and now we are in the uh, the Choco era. So, um, obviously, that's been a bit of a shake up as well. But it's it's been a really exciting time to be involved in the club. And uh, yeah, really enjoyed it so far. Now your background is, uh, is your sports background is uh, is as a runner. You've done a few marathons in your time. Uh well, only the one marathon actually, and I haven't done oh, a done one. Yeah, marathon? yeah, okay. Berlin 2017. So looking back on it now, I'm not quite sure how I managed to train for that while working at the Werribee Footy Club because uh, it does eat up a little bit of your time. But somehow I fit it in, and uh, unfortunately, been uh, unfortunately I've been a, a broken mess ever since and uh, haven't done uh, well, I've done a bit of running but uh, but not to any uh, any serious level but yeah uh, yeah that was my background and uh, and did a bit of uh, media work in the athletic space yep. um, a very niche market you might say yep. um, but uh, always had a soft spot for the uh, the VFL or the old VFA dad played uh, under 19 footy with Coburg so that was my link there and um, yeah when the opportunity came to uh, to get on board with Werribee I, I jumped at it and uh, we'll talk about uh, some of the things you're doing that people can have a look at on the website uh, and uh, on our social media forms uh, at the end of the podcast. Want to rehash, though, the uh, the scores because uh, when we uh, when we win, we like to dine out on it a bit. 14-14-98 to 8-11-59. Uh, Henderson with four, House with two, Berry with two, Riccardi with two, Clark. Uh, now, do we pronounce by yours name Malal? Maluala is how Malu- I said it. Maluala. So I hope I've got that correct. I'll uh, I'll have a chat with Bjor at training and maybe make sure that uh, we're not doing him an injustice there. Yeah, and uh, Baru uh, got one as well as as did uh, Kaida Clay. So uh, they were the goal kickers for the uh, the Ruby team. Best players were named as Henderson, Sotomarco, Hanson, Barlow, Berry, and Clayton. Good to see Josh Clayton in his uh, debut game there, named in the first place. Absolutely. So uh, in the best place. So terrific win first up for the boys. Big game this Saturday night uh, up against uh, another standalone VFL team in Coburg who had a, actually had a really good result, uh, even though they didn't win, but a good result for them in the first week. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Um, as I said, Dad played uh, under-19s footy and uh, at Coburg, and they've had a big membership drive this year, uh, reached their target of 1,000 members. So we'll give a bit of a shout-out to them. Congratulations, Coburg. But uh, but he was down uh, as a past players member on the weekend watching them. And, um, and yeah, they, they look pretty good by the sounds of things. It was a, a very uh, fluctuating sort of game. Um, but uh, in the end, uh, Collingwood getting home by a couple of points, but uh, certainly uh, suggesting that uh, that Coburg, uh, yeah, not a team to be taken lightly. 
Yep. Coming up on the podcast, we'll talk to the senior coach, Mark Williams, and also to the CEO of the club, uh, Mark Penaluna. Uh, we mentioned uh, what's coming up uh, this week with the uh, the big game, but I want to talk about memberships for the Werribee Football Club because a very important thing that you can do is to become a member of the club. We have a lot of different uh, membership packages. We have gold members and we have uh, black members and we have uh, also uh, junior members, which is a free membership that you can get. Uh, but there's, uh, you know, uh, obviously discounts uh, uh, that come in there as well. $35 is the is the cheapest membership that you can get. Um, uh, and it goes up to, I think, $240 for the, uh, for the gold members. For the gold label. Yeah, that's right. So 35 is a concession black label, which is your, your entry level. But uh, for, for your standard adult uh, black label membership, it's $70. But yep. for what you get for that, entry to 10 home games, and obviously we're, we're one down now, but, um, but nine to go still, um, to get that and the Tigers Clubhouse, our, our social venue, to get those um, membership benefits and privileges there as well, um, to be part of the Member Rewards Program. Uh, incredibly good value at $70. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, we've also got uh, deals with uh, reciprocal clubs in the in the area, including the Bowls Club, the Golf Club, uh, uh, just two, and the Racing Club as well. So there's special little offers there that go as part of your, your uh, membership and uh, the Tigers Clubhouse, which, of course, is the social club uh, of the of the footy club down there at 70 Old Geelong Road. Uh, you can uh, go and there you get discounts on uh, on beverages and meals and all sorts of things. So, and you uh, earn reward points there as well. So it kind of begets, begets, begets. So uh, well worth uh, uh, jumping on the uh, the online shop, which is pretty much how you book for everything these days. Whether it's the golf day that we'll talk to Mark Penaluna about a little later on, coming up on the third of May. Whether it's uh, the uh, president's dinner this Saturday night for the Coburg game, or for the following week for the uh, the Geelong game, or whether it is uh, to buy your membership, or you want to buy a beanie. Or a scarf, because we've got terrific merchandise. Yes, a, for a wonderful range well. of merchandise now on sale, so just make sure you see our match day manager, Zach Thornton, yep. when uh, you make your next trip to Avalon Airport Oval. Or, so, of course, go to the shop, as we just shop, said. The online shop, that's uh, what once you do, werebfc.com.au. Uh, jump on there and uh, and get involved in that. Now, coming up, uh, Mark Penaluna shortly, but uh, our first guest on the Big W podcast, uh, fittingly for uh, 2019, is the senior coach. <laughs> Joining us on the Big W Podcast uh, for the very first time, the senior coach of the Werribee Football Club, Mark Choco-Williams. Hello, Choco. How are you going? Morning, guys. Um, terrific after that win. There's no doubt about it. You feel much better as a coach if uh, you know, the, uh, the preparations ended up in a win at the end of the week. What did you? What was the major things you took out of? I mean, I, we, we know you've spent a lot of time looking at the tape afterwards and on the night. What, what's the major things you've taken away from it? Uh, well, you know, it's uh, probably the... Um, at the end of uh, six months of training, you know, and uh, a few uh, practice games, you like to think that you select the right team and uh, the boys uh, understanding how we want to play. So, uh, you know, uh, getting the result uh, like that uh, says that, you know, something was uh, in the right place. But, uh, you know, as coaches, we always look for the perfect game and uh, the way we started wasn't uh, wasn't too good. So, uh, you know, we have to review that. The, the opposition were certainly... Um, uh, you know, uh, just uh, I, I think more uh, more calm with their ball movement uh, at the start, and we were a bit haphazard and gave the ball away too many times. That was the uh, the crux of your message at uh, quarter time was was about calmness and about just settling down. Uh, and you said we'd be in front at, at half time. You only missed that by about I think thirty five seconds or something. By the time we're in front at the start of the third quarter, uh, was that was that just the over exuberance of the of the of the group? Do you think uh, being the first game and all those sort of um, you know uh, charges that you get when you run out for the first time for a season? 
Well, I think, uh, you know, if you're in the rooms part of the game, you saw uh, the presentation. There was, I don't know, six or seven players got uh, Guernseys for the first time. Their parents were there. The occasion, you know, all, all of those things add to it. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's uh, uh, your first game for a local team, uh, VFL or AFL, it's, uh, it's a big occasion. And, you know, add all those things together with, uh, you know, a new group uh, getting together, uh, new coaching staff uh, and uh, certainly the first game of the year. There's a hell of a lot of excitement and sometimes uh, it actually pushes you over the top a little bit and just to be able to uh, understand that uh, it looked a little bit like that and uh, uh, just to make the players, you know, come back to where they're comfortable and uh, and feel, uh, feel very calm, uh, then they make better decisions. Mark Mitch here. Uh, Matt Hanson, a player that you've spoken about a bit in the preseason, someone you're really trying to help uh, take that next step up to the AFL. Uh, he couldn't have made a much better start than that, could he? No, he's uh, outstanding. That's the best he, uh, you know, he's played and certainly I've seen him play. So uh, uh, I was uh, thrilled for him and uh, it's a great start to the season. Another player making a great start, Jack Henderson, in a bit of a new role up forward. Uh, once again, four goals. Uh, couldn't be asking for much more than that, I would imagine. No, you know... Uh, we all know that Jack can play in the back line, but, um, you know, I think his athleticism can see that he can play in the forward line. He hasn't uh, done too much through the uh, pre-season as far as kicking goals, but uh, we could see that he was always, um, you know, had that potential. So it, it was nice for him to step up on the on the big stage when the, when the points counted. And, uh, you know, he kicked some nice goals and, and uh, you know, played, applied a lot of pressure in the forward line as well, which contributed to others. So it was a great game. Senior coach of the Ruby Footy Club, Mark Williams, is uh, joining us on the Big W podcast. Mark, um, uh, you talked uh, pre-match uh, in the in the dinner upstairs about uh, Tim House playing up forward and how that was a, a new thing for him and a bit of a new look for you. Did, did you do any other experimenting during the night of maybe being able to move blokes around to have a look at them doing different things? <laughs> no, we don't experiment too many times in a, uh, in a real game. We... Uh, we we actually thought that uh, you know it's not, it's nice to see the flexibility of him and uh, uh, you know Nick Coughlin as well uh, he played forward but uh, then played back in the um, in the first game so uh, uh, you know when injuries occur or when uh, you know opposition are doing something that you're, you're not you know it's, it's nice to be able to uh, uh, maintain some sort of uh, uh, structure to the you know, the forward or back line and uh, familiarity if people have been there. So, uh, you know, that's good. And, uh, you know, there'll be other other challenges every week where we have to be able to react to it. So uh, it's nice to, to know that these guys are capable both ends of the field. Is, is there anything you took out of the game from a point of view that is the one major thing you'll be working on for, for the next seven days? Uh, not really. We we just continue to do more of it. what we do, you know, so... Uh, you know, I think um, it's important to you know, acknowledge the, the role of you know uh, um, the other coaches. You know, they they've done a, a wonderful job. Um, uh, Jeff Andrews through the back line and Nick Duffy in the forward line. Mick Barlow, obviously being a coach and also a player, it's vital for us. And then um, uh, uh, Jack Fitzpatrick uh, helping with the rucks in the midfield as well. So uh, you know, they've been great. Uh, then, then our local, you know, obviously our local uh, coaches being uh, James Canali and uh, Nick Condal, so those guys are vital to uh, 
provide feedback and get around and watch the the players playing in the local local league as well. You know, there's some really good uh, results from them. So, uh, you know, we need uh, our players playing well to put some pressure on the the senior players and uh, and uh, especially the fact of these injuries, just to have uh, opportunity to uh, to put someone into our side that's got good form as well. Mark, a lot of challenges as a senior coach, but uh, when they turn the sprinklers on or the sprinklers come on by accident, how how, uh, how, how did you view that little sort of uh, 45 to 50 seconds of uh, uh, action at, uh, at Avalon Airport Oval? Well, I ran into Mitch, uh, uh, you know, uh, working with you there, and he, he was having a little bit of a laugh. I, I didn't think it was all that funny, Mitch, by the way. <laughs> um, uh, the, the uh, you know, that... Obviously, the momentum of the game was with us, and I'd like to, <laughs> like it to keep going. So it's certainly a uh, a good way to put a a, a bit of a, uh, a sprinkler on on the on the uh, on the efforts that were going at the moment. Uh, and so uh, we had to kind of regroup and try and get it back together. I'd actually played in a a game of Waverley, a very famous uh, Collingwood versus. Uh, Swan Districts, and uh, it happened in that game as well back in the back in the day when I think uh, I don't know what it was called, one of the cups, uh, Escort Cup or something. Yeah, like what's that. the Escort Cup? Yep. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's interesting, and uh, you know we'll always remember it as a moment in time. So uh, there it was, and uh, no, it was it was nice. I think uh, uh, you know both teams handled it okay and, and got on with it, and. Uh, I think Diane uh, from our uh, administration got uh, on the phone and got it sorted. So well done, Diane. Yes, uh, you wiped the smile off my face pretty quickly there, Mark. But um, good to see you in in good humour about it after the game as well. well and, um, I was in, I was in uh, match mode, mate. No, I'm that's not very, that's I'm not very funny when things are. Uh, when the game's on, that's no, that's sure. that's fair enough. But I'm sure you'll be pleased to know that uh, my footage of it ended up on Channel Seven. So uh, yeah, we got a bit of love there. So that was nice. Um, well co- done. Well yeah, done. No, thank you, thank you. Coburg this week, and um, obviously, well, they wouldn't be riding high, but um, but a three point uh, loss, a really spirited effort against uh, Collingwood. Um, obviously, looking like a like a pretty serious team. What do you know about them? Uh, nothing, zero. So uh, in the next few days, I'll have to get onto it and uh, check them out. You know, I know. Um, uh, Patch Adams is their coach, and they, uh, you know, I, when I was at Richmond, we were associated a little bit with um, with Coburg there for a while, and uh, you know, I know that they, um, you know, they're a standalone club that are very proud. So uh, that that was a wonderful effort. I know Collingwood were up and about, and you know, those players are trying to get in the side. So uh, uh, you know, it was a great effort. Uh, you know, it's probably a great. Um, you know, warning shot for us to uh, understand that uh, the competition is going to be pretty tough this year, and uh, every game's a, a game that you, you need to be, um, you know, switched on or or you'll lose. Mark, the whole match day experience. Nice to have that first one under the belt and have the have the first uh, W in the in the win column. So, uh, an enjoyable experience, and looking forward to this weekend. Yes, I. Uh, I think I had five or six of my uh, my immediate family there to watch, which was great. I think they had me sacked at quarter time, but uh, they, they were they were thrilled by uh, how how it turned out. You know the, um, uh, the you know for for the whole year they they'd heard you know about players and about how we were working on things, but uh, you know they uh, they thought we played well, and uh, you know they've watched a lot of footy over the years, so uh, they probably know what they're talking about. So uh, that was that was good and. You know, to see all the all the sponsors and um, you know Tino, I know from uh, Belan Holden was there and he was uh, match day uh, host, I think for the uh, for the um, 
for the game and uh, you know, he, he jumps next to me and uh, he's singing the song after the game. So it was wonderful to uh, to see him and the sponsors involved. But the crowd there was terrific and as, as usual, we were, you know, we we're always looking for more and uh, people love winners. So if they can jump on this week and get down there, they certainly help us get over the, get over the line. Good stuff. Good on you, Mark. We appreciate your time and uh, look forward to the game against Coburg this Saturday night. Thank you. Yeah, I've got one other comment. Uh, yeah. We are always looking for volunteers. We've got lots of positions there. If you're sitting there and you're not sure about being part of our club, we'd love you to come down and, uh, you know, Stu Ballock uh, at the club or Mark Penaluno, if you give them a call. Uh, uh, volunteers are the lifeblood of uh, any football club and uh, we'd love you to join our team and uh, be part of us. So get on board. Good stuff. Thanks, Mark. Uh, joining us for the very first time on the Big W Podcast. Joining us now on the Big W Podcast, the official podcast of the Worthy Football Club, is the CEO, Mark Penaluna. Hello, Mark. Hello, Kevin. How are we? Mitch is with me, of course, as well. And uh, I guess, firstly, nice way to start the season. It was, Kevin. At, uh, at the five-minute mark of the second quarter, it wasn't too uh, looking too bright, but um, the way the boys turned it around and showed some maturity and persistence and... Uh, to overrun North Melbourne basically in the last three quarters is uh, very pleasing. All right, well, let's talk about what's going on around the club. Obviously, uh, another big uh, home game this Saturday night, uh, Life Members Night. Yeah, that's uh, something that's uh, been discussed um, probably over the last few weeks between a couple of Life Members, in particular Martin Carter and, and Bruce Montgomery, and uh, thought it was fitting that we try and bring the Life Members back at least once a year, and that's occurring this Saturday night when we take on Coburg at Avalon Airport Oval. Now, as usual, there'll be a, a President's pre-match dinner, so people can book for that on the shop, on the the online shop. We'll have a couple of guest speakers in the the usual rah-rah-rah pre-game. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if we just give the, the the MC of the dinner a bit of a rah-rah no, as well, we'll take it from a anything, 9 out of 10 to a 9.5 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> he doesn't need any encouragement at all. Um, uh, tell us about off-season and uh, and how the club's built up. A, a few new sponsors, some of, of whom are involved in the in this podcast uh, presentation, but uh, some new sponsors on board and uh, pretty, pretty vibrant around the club as we head into uh, week two of the 2019 season. Yeah, look, I'm very pleased with... The, the ability that the teams had to pull our sponsorship group together for this year and um, it appears as though that we'll meet budget in that regard and as you said to have ABC Homes to come on board um, as, as one of the partners of the podcast and a, a digital media partner as well um, Adrian Williams and Goddings as well to come on board um, it's, it's done very well as far as how we've gone from sponsorship and we're very lucky to have so many sponsors to have you know just on 80 sponsors and our retention rate is um, as good as anybody, I think, and uh, I think it just shows uh, the vibrancy of the city and, uh, and these people that want to jump behind the club, win, lose or draw, they're there to support us um, through thick and thin. Mark Mitch here. Uh, always a very strong community focus at Werribee. That continues for season 2019, and uh, there's quite a bit going on in that space, in particular uh, a new role, a new person in the office, and, um, and Michael Barlow back getting involved in some stuff. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, we've been able to secure Mark Gathick as our diversity officer. Uh, once again, Mark will uh, be sponsored by CDC Victoria, uh, and they'll be our diversity partner. So Mark will work with us three days a week as well as on match days. Uh, he was 
Cromar, he's helping out his local club, Altona, on Saturday. He was down there with the under-18s, reserves and seniors. Funnel up to a uh, Saturday night game here. And then all day yesterday at the Unity Cup. So uh, I think the boy's pretty tired today. But um, <laughs> Mar's been, uh, he's a ball of enthusiasm and uh, the kids really gravitate to him. And we're up to have him on board. And, and Mick Barlow, uh, Mick will be working one day a week, predominantly at the moment working at Manor Lakes College in their football program. And to be running a, um, a junior masterclass session here on April 17th. And um, we're fortunate that Pacific Warrior will come on board as a community partner to support um, Mick in that regard, as well as Chris Gallagher in his role as community manager. bit happening in the event space as well, including uh, the club hosting someone who you would be pretty familiar with through your time at the, uh, at the Hammerheads or with the WRFL and the Hammerheads. Uh, can you give us a little bit of a recap and, uh, on what's been going on in the event space and, um, and what the club's got planned? Yeah, we had a couple of minor events where we had morning teas and things like that for our sponsors and, uh, and also a night here for our, for our player parents. But, yeah, the big fun, fundraising one that we had um, Friday before last was our business and sports and lunch, and uh, that worked very well. Um, we look to do a couple of those a year. But Sam Kekovic was the um, the guest speaker that you're alluding to, Mitch, and uh, he was also joined by Mark McGoldrick, who um, had coached the club, premierships under the 19s in 1992. And we talked about uh, Mark and his business life, and uh, I had no idea some of the things that he was doing overseas in Egypt and Iran and other things. It's, um, I think a lot of people were very surprised about um, what Mark had achieved, and um, they're the sort of things we like to bring people back to the club what people have done at our club and then moves them to a, uh, in the business life as well. Yep, and uh, the next event is uh, the golf day? Yeah, golf day will be on, on May 3rd. It'll be a morning event, so it'll be 7.30, start, uh, get there and uh, hit off at 8.30am at Werribee Park Golf Course. Of course, anyone who's um, wants to log in for that can just go to the online shop and log in. Um, so we, we, we're looking to do that in the morning rather than the afternoon. It's always a a topical conversation whether you do these things in the morning or afternoon, so we're trying in the morning. Uh, and then later on, we'll be doing some fundraisers as well. We're looking to do a fundraise for MND on, on June the 1st, and, uh, and later in the year, there'll be auction night and presentation nights, and, and also a wedding to long lunch on June 1st. Just uh, having a bit of trouble with your phone dropping out there, Mark. What was that date again for the uh, Geelong uh, luncheon? Have we got a date? Uh, Geelong will be on June the 21st in okay. Geelong. Uh, the other thing I want to ask you about was uh, the the use of the ground. Obviously, uh, we've got a game this Saturday night, uh, and then a double header coming up on the Easter weekend. Uh, so, some interesting times. Is that why we uh, turned the sprinklers on at nine o'clock uh, on uh, on Saturday night, just to give the give the ground a little freshen up there? <laughs> I actually got a phone call yesterday at three o'clock from the uh, the Wyndham Council curator apologising for the sprinklers going on. So, I'm sure he did. To his credit, uh, he rang up and uh, apologised. So. Uh, Yes, interesting. That's why that we. Sorry, Kev. No, it was an interesting, interesting use of the uh, of the water system. <laughs> yeah, luckily we were in front. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been so smiling at the time. Um, the um, yeah, that's why we built this facility to have these sorts of things. So to have North and Essendon play as a double header, I'm not certain whether a VFL double header has ever been held before. Um, but uh, to have the AFLW and the JLT matches here in the first week of March, and then we'll have um, TAC Cup triple headers later in the year, TAC double headers. Um, that follows on from the TAC Cup girls grand final that was held last year, and 
and obviously the WFL finals as well. So this oval is getting as much as any other ground uh, in the western suburbs. And um, as I said, that's the reason why we we put some money in council and uh, and the AFL into building this facility that um, hopefully we can maximise the usage on and off the oval. All right, good on you, Mark. We appreciate your time uh, and uh, we'll catch up with you, no doubt, uh, again on this uh, Big W podcast during the season. Thanks, guys. Great job. You're listening to the Big W podcast, the official podcast of the Werribee Football Club with thanks to the Australian Building Company, home building made easy, Skybus, fast, frequent and affordable airport transfers and Cario Waste Management, clean, efficient and sustainable waste management services. You can check them out at cariowm.com.au. And uh, Mitch Brown is with me. Uh, Now, you've got a busy week. Your week is always a busy week, but uh, on the back of a a game, which we're going to be doing for the rest of the season, obviously, um, what can we uh, jump on the website and have a look at? Yeah, so there's already a a little bit of a brief summary of the uh, game, a little bit of a written report up there now. Um, If my Facebook scheduling has worked correctly, then we should have a little bit of a post game from uh, from the senior coach Choco. Uh, there'll be a bit more of an in-depth report going up. We'll do an injury update later in the week and we'll also look to go around the grounds and, and take a look at some of the local players uh, who have been in action at the, the local leagues, or sorry, the, the Werribee listed players yep. who've been in action in the local leagues just to see uh, how they're going because obviously um, this weekend uh, a lot of the local footy leagues got underway as well and without the development league, that's uh, really how we keep track of how our listed players who are not playing with Werribee on the weekend uh, are progressing. So uh, yeah, we'll give a bit of an update there as well. And from a from a supporter's point of view, it's important to know how those blokes are going because if we get a couple of injuries, uh, I think we got out pretty much uh, scot-free out of the weekend, fortunately. But if you get a couple of injuries, you want to know who's playing at Spotswood or up in the bush at, with the, you know, at Shepparton or wherever the boys are playing. And they are pretty well spread around the, uh, the Victorian uh, uh, sort of uh, football globe, aren't they? Uh, absolutely, yeah. We've got guys, um, I think we might have guys uh, with their interchange clubs listed as Ovens and Murray and the Goulburn Valley leagues. We've got um, guys playing in the Bendigo League as well. So, uh, yeah, certainly uh, a bit of travelling between the group collectively there. All right, so that'll be up on the website uh, from now right through the season be able to get updates on uh, where the players who aren't playing senior footy, where they're playing at the moment. Obviously, uh, we have uh, new people uh, involved at the club in our, in our uh, strength and fitness uh, and our uh, whole uh, that whole part of the, the club this year. We've got uh, some new faces there. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we did our first injury update for the week, uh, for the year last week, I should say. And, uh, and Sam Rice, our head physio, um, good enough to get on camera there. Scott Graham, we might have to... Uh, to drag him out in front of the camera as well. He's our new high-performance manager yep. for the year. Uh, Farhan Juhari is the uh, the strength and conditioning coach. So um, uh, those those three guys... Farhan's the runner, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he was the runner yeah. on the weekend. Yeah, that's right. And um, and then a few other physios coming in under Sam as well. Uh, Paddy Brandner and Mackenzie Burke as well, part of that team. Um, and uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm forgetting people here, but there's, yep. uh, there's a, a, a cast of new faces down there in the high-performance department. And one of the things we want to do on the website this year is... Is bring some of those people too, because we've got a, a fair stack of new coaches involved in the in the footy club this year too, which uh, which Choco mentioned earlier. The names of of those uh, blokes and Nick Daffy's obviously with us. Jack Fitzpatrick was with us was with us last year, but is uh, is in a different role this year. Jeff Andrews in a different role this year. Nick Condos has joined us, so uh, we've got we've got have got some new faces there. So we'll we'll sort of filter them through on the website during the year as well, so you can get to meet and uh, and see what these blokes are all about. Yeah, that's right. So we, we've already taken the opportunity to um to try to rotate through a few of those coaches in the post games and, and breaking down the games and just to give them a little bit of uh, media time and, and look it's probably good for us because uh, guys like Nick Daffy and, and Jack Fitzpatrick
Frederick, um, Michael Barlow as well, obviously, who's both a coach and a player, they've got pretty good profiles. So hopefully they can uh, get our social media following up as well. Yeah, and uh, so we would uh, we would ask you uh, to share it all on uh, on your uh, particular social media platforms, whatever you've got going, whether you've got a Twitter account or a Facebook page or whatever it is, or uh, just share it with all your friends, tell all your friends about what's going on and uh, get behind the club. And as as Choco Williams mentioned earlier, being a volunteer at a footy club is a really, really good thing to do, a really important thing to do. And uh, I have to say, on behalf of the club, we really do value and appreciate the time that people give us. And we don't treat you, uh, uh, you know, we, we value your time. We absolutely put a value on your time. So we'd love you to be involved in the club. So uh, jump on the website. You can see what we're all about and uh, uh, just give us a buzz uh, at the club and uh, find out some of the roles that uh, might be available. They're not all football related roles. We have all sorts of things. We have uh, you know the, the media department needs people god knows if you, listen to this, you know we need uh, yes few few extra hands would be nice every now and then <laughs> we need people uh, admin in the community space we need people uh, so we're looking for people to uh, help us in all sorts of ways as well as obviously in the football department so please jump on the website have a look and then uh, get in touch with us and uh, we had a bloke actually on Saturday night send me a message on Facebook he uh, he volunteered I don't think we can do it because of some OH and this thing but he volunteered to fix the holes in the in the netting behind the goals yeah right the Bridge Street end because he He'd been there on Saturday night and saw there was a hole in the netting. He said, I can fix that. I'll do it for you for nothing. Well, there you go. There's all sorts of skill sets uh, that would come in handy in, in areas and ways that we probably haven't even thought about yet. Yes. And uh, fixing holes in nets certainly would have been one of those areas that we hadn't <laughs> thought about yet, I would say. All right. Thanks to Mark Williams for his time on this podcast and to Mark Penaluna. And, uh, of course, uh, this will be a weekly occurrence, the Big W podcast. So share it with your friends and uh, make sure you have a listen each and every week to this. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Kev. We'll see your face and uh, your work on uh, on the website and the social media platforms. Yes, you will. That is the uh, the Big W Podcast, of course, with thanks to our great sponsors, the Australian Building Company. You can visit their new display home. That's New Haven Display Village in Tarnit. Skybus, if you're after fast, frequent and affordable airport transfers. You actually get a discount on that as well if you're a Werribee member. And Cario Waste Management, 1300 267 4696. That's cariowm.com.au. Go Werribee. See you at the game on Saturday night. From the playing fields of men. Singing hard.